0: Steve Sarkeesian, if you're if you're listening, call one-eight hundred-six six two four three five seven. Alcoholics Anonymous. Texas sucks. Boomer Sooner. Welcome to the gambling pod with no name.
1: And we're
2: back. Back. Like we never
1: left. I'm going to have the editors put in the, uh, the little clip of the Texas quarterbacks and we're back. You know what I'm yep. talking about? Yeah. Damn, I like yeah him. A- he's a great guy. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's also a douche. <laughs> Why don't you like him? Um, He's uh, went to Texas. Oh, theme for the
3: week. Rivalry yeah, Gonna be a big one. It Fun is. fact for you. The Sooners have not lost covering. They they've covered every week this year. Wow. Yep. How about that? Let's what keep the thing going. What about maybe Texas, a little? Paul?
1: I don't have their stats. Sorry.
3: <laughs> Texas did not cover
1: versus Rice. I'll get you those stats in a minute.
2: Yep. thank you.
1: All right. Well, week five recap. T went five and three. No big deal. He's almost back to even. 18, 19, and two for total. He did lose his parlay bet, so he's two and three on the air on parlay bets. JJ, two and six. 15, 22, and two total. He did hit his par- parlay bet. He's three and two on those. Myself, three and five. Just sneaking right above JJ every week. Seventeen twenty one and one total, I hit my parlay bet to take me to 2-3. and three. We all lost our upset alerts, no wins on that column, but tough week for it. There wasn't a whole lot of upsets, so what are you going to do? I feel like if there's a week for upsets, this is a week to do it. JJ's parlay, another hit. Great buy on the points on Duke,
0: JJ. You know, you just have to kind of see. You saw the, you saw that coming, right? If if you were watching the game, you just knew that Notre Dame, uh, who got screwed the last week, was going to somehow uh, cover the regular spread. So you got to buy the points. Always buy the points.
1: Didn't you take Duke plus five and a half in our uh, regular bets?
0: Yeah, I did and uh you know, if you don't parlay it, it got a really really juicy, so I stuck with that. So I did lose that one. I didn't buy it on the straight bet. I still thought Duke uh would cover, which they should have. Uh but what are you going to do? Sometimes you choose the right side, it's just not your day. It's not been your year. Well, I would I would uh debate that because uh if you forget, I did hit the Gall at 18 to 1. So uh <laughs> Uh, you can you can look at my record in, in the football ones when we are forced to pick these games at your guys' spreads, or you can get my alternate lines, and it's really close to even, if not a little bit of a positive. So I'm actually doing quite well this year. Uh, usually I'm out of money at this point, and I still have some money, so we're good.
1: We still haven't seen the receipt on that, the Gala bet, so.
2: Yeah. Didn't want to bring it up again, but yeah, fifteen twenty two and two though. That's room for improvement. A lot of room for improvement.
1: Hey, JJ, don't blame us for the lines. These are set by DraftKings. No free ads.
0: You got any golf bets for the week for us? I have done a lot of research for for the uh, podcast. A lot of research. I mean, it's October, and we're talking about golf. I I didn't think this is where we would be at in this podcast, but I have done a lot of research for the fans because I know the fans rely on me for their uh, secondary income. And we will be coming through with some really, really good best bets. And then one sneaky, sneaky golfer here at 250 to one. Do they have a shot? I don't know. We'll find out. Is it Lexi Thompson? I have no idea who the hell that is, so no.
2: LPGA player who gets to play uh, next week. Not this week, but no comment. Yeah, yeah.
1: Don't.
2: I <laughs> anyway, learned, learned from the last couple of weeks. Were
1: you trying to set him up there? I'm not even sure what the Lexi uh, yeah, Thompson yeah. reference is.
2: Up there. Uh, but good to see that he's matured a little bit.
1: Week five. A lot of maturity being shown in this podcast. Yep. All right. Let's get into the biggest game of the week off the bat. How about that? For the record, the fans at home. JJ does not have on a Sooners jersey. He's rocking a Florida State jersey. Kind of a trader move. But we're going to talk about Oklahoma Texas to start off. Neutral site game at the Cowboys Stadium. Texas uh, six and a half. Wrong.
3: What? Wrong.
1: Oh, it's at the Cotton Bowl.
2: Cotton Bowl. Jeez. Sorry. I was pumped. Oh. Told- when I saw that in the notes, I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to get him on that. You couldn't just update it nope, i was I just wanted to get you <laughs> All
1: right, you got me Cotton bull Texas six and a half point favorites over under sixty and a half ti will start with you. Leave mr. Sooner
2: for last i'm I'm riding with mr Sooner here i I love oklahoma i've they've been incredibly impressive this year, as has Texas but I don't think we've really seen enough to show that Texas is seven points better than Oklahoma, neutral site game. Uh, I think Oklahoma's going to come out come out uh, quick, and I think it's going to be a close game, and at the very least they'll be able to cover this.
1: I'll go next. I'll leave the last for you, JJ. I'm going to go Texas here. Regression to the mean. The Sooners can't keep this covering machine going. And honestly – We can't all be on the same side. It was brutal last week when we all lost on the same side. So I can't do it again.
0: You already know which way I'm going with. I'm going with the Sooners. Uh, Let's not overthink this. No, let's overthink this. Uh, Six and a half point spread I'm I'm looking at right now at the live line. Uh, That is a cheese line for the Texas Sooners. That's number one. Number two, last year Oklahoma Sooners got embarrassed. The only time I've ever been embarrassed to be a Sooner, 49 to nothing. It was without Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel is back. Uh, you can see how USC's defense is playing with Alex Grinch. They had to kind of get rid of that regime, and it took a little bit. Their defense is unbelievably a, a lot better. This is a great, great rivalry game. Uh I just think uh, this will be, I'm not even going to, this is my best bet of the week. Take Oklahoma Sooners plus six and a half uh, and upset special of the week. It will also be Oklahoma. So uh, don't overthink this or overthink it. Doesn't matter which way you go. Just go cream and crimson, not burnt orange. Uh, this is, this is going to be uh, for a playoff spot. So I think, um, Oklahoma is the more desperate team here. Texas already has a little bit of security with that Alabama win on the road. They can lose this game. Oklahoma cannot. If they lose this game, they're out of the playoffs. Uh, Texas might be able to get in if they lose this game and then beat Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship, which won't happen because uh, Steve Sarkeesian's a drunk, but I digress. Here we go.
1: Alex Grinch is an awful coach.
0: Horrible. Unbelievable, and I I
2: mean, I said it earlier in the year, but I did work with his father at Missouri. Really, really nice guy. Shout out Greg Grinch. Uh, But man, it's it's time for him to find a new profession. But you look at Oklahoma's schedule, and it's six straight guaranteed wins after this. So this is where they're going to get up and battle the most. I also kind of like the under. Both teams' defenses are really good, and the over-under's at 60, but I don't know if you take the over or the under in the shootout ever.
0: I would also like to say Brandon Walker, you are an absolute fraud college football uh, analyst. Anything you say is goes in one ear and out the other. You Mississippi State fan, they suck and you suck. So don't ever say anything to disrespect Oklahoma. You're an idiot. No and fall Brandon Walker, he's an idiot. You said it goes in one ear out the
2: other, but it sure feels like you're listening. All right.
1: For Alex Grinch, if you're looking for a job, I heard Zionsville is looking for a defensive coordinator. So there's always that opening. Next game on the slate, we got LSU at Missouri. LSU, a five and a half point favorite, over under 64.5. T, do you like that I'm putting where the game's at this week? Even though uh, I had a miss, mishap on the first game?
2: Yeah, I, I sure. I didn't even notice, but yeah, no. I, I just noticed the Cowboys stadium. But yeah, I like it. Great addition. You're doing a great job. JJ, who do
0: you like here? Uh, I like Missouri. It's going to be a little bit down for this game. Uh, they had a heartbreaker. Should have won the last game versus Ole Miss on the road. Uh, They didn't get the job done. I think this could be a really tough spot for uh, Brian Kelly. And um, I just think that Missouri at home getting five points, I do think it's close. Maybe LSU wins, maybe Missouri wins. I'll take the points on an SEC matchup on the road uh, at noon start time. And just a little heads up, uh, 50 or 60% of the bets are on uh LSU so I'm gonna take uh the Missouri Tigers uh Texas sucks
2: I am on the over here once again shout out Greg Grinch gonna be working on uh the security crew out there at Faro Field um so I'm on the over LSU's defense is atrocious Mizzou actually has a very good offense Luther Burden remember the name leading the country in receiving yards five-star recruit beast He's gonna be. Uh, he's gonna get at least two hundred yards receiving. Brady Cooks, great quarterback for Mizzou, and I think this game flies over. I do have a bet on the side, but I'm saving that for my uh, favorite pick of the week. Luther might be
1: a Bolitnikoff winner
2: at this yep. pace. Yep, he's got his own bag of chips in Columbia, Missouri, which I think is a cool, cool uh, twist on the NIL.
3: Like the wrap snacks.
2: Uh, I I don't know. It's just Luther Burden potato chips. It's mm. cool. And it's him on the bag. Cool. Good for him. Way to go, yeah. NIL. Peace. I'll also
1: be on the over for every reason that T just stated. LSU's defense couldn't stop a cold. So, yeah, over all the way on that one. I feel like an idiot last week, too, saying that no way LSU will Miss goes over 67. So, put that in the bad takes for the year.
2: At least we got in on the live action over 95. Yep, 94.5, cashed it. All
1: right, on to Kentucky at Georgia. Georgia's a 14.5-point favorite over under 48. JJ, what are you seeing here?
0: Uh, I'm not going to lie. I really uh, I really don't like this game. Uh, I am having trouble reading what Georgia is doing. I, I just don't get... Uh, I feel like they should be destroying the teams they aren't destroying um, in the SEC, and it just kind of shows that they might be a little bit down. Uh, who knew that Stetson Bennett was such a crucial part of their offense? But it seems like they're really missing him amongst other uh, people that left last year. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Kentucky plus fourteen and a half. Don't love it. Um, think it's a really, really uh, sneaky game that maybe Georgia could go out and destroy them. But uh, I, if I had to pick a side, I'm picking the points always. I get two touchdowns. Uh, Georgia just hasn't impressed me this year.
2: I am on the under here. Uh, Georgia's offense has been gross this year, Um, just not been able to get it done. In Kentucky's offense, while they've been putting up some points, they rely heavily on the run game, and we all know Georgia's going to be able to stop that. So I'm thinking under 48, I believe, is what it's at. Um, I think it's going to be low scoring. I think there's a chance Georgia can cover it. Otherwise, I'd probably go with Kentucky, but... I'm thinking this is going to be a low-scoring, gross game. Did you watch that game last
1: week? Auburn was running all over that defense.
2: I couldn't see it on Hayden's 18-inch screen TV.
1: (laughs) Well, for that reason, I'll be taking Kentucky. I do think it'll be a low-scoring game. I'll take the two touchdowns and a half point. So Hopefully, Kentucky just keeps it close. Shout-out, Hayden. Great great watching venue, but he does need to upgrade that small TV.
0: Speaking of Kentucky, IU just got absolutely railed by the schedule uh, this year for basketball or for the upcoming schedule. Basketball. Why in the world are we going to rub twice and assembly hall once? I mean, there should be some finger pointing up at the top here uh, with the IU administration. Not going to name any names, uh, but uh, that can't happen. It also just shows how soft Calipari is that he won't go to Assembly Hall twice. I don't know what that says more about bad negotiating tactics. Maybe read an article, Aaron.
2: Uh, IU controls the ticket sales for Lucas Oil. 43,000 seats, no big deal. Might Might be a decent chunk of change that they get. Might be a decent compromise there.
0: Okay. What what am I supposed to do with that information? Like, who cares? We're going to RUP twice. We should go to Assembly Hall twice and split. We should go to RUP twice, Assembly Hall twice, meet once in the middle. Five-year contract. What's wrong with that? I mean, that's what I would prefer, too, but I'm just Okay, yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Bad negotiator.
2: Dolson's a part of the Brotherhood. Also, update Auburn's running back averaged 3.1 yards a carry last week. How about the quarterback? 7.7. 7. But I, there it is. I only
0: talk about stats that help me. I was talking about President Robbie. That
3: was on the hot seat. He's long gone. His influence
1: has still fell. All right. Well, we'll just uh, agree to disagree on the. Where IU and Kentucky are playing, we'll save that discussion for basketball season. If this podcast makes it that far, Danny Boy sent a lawsuit to my house, so we might be getting shut off.
2: Yeah, sponsors, come come help us out. Cole's in trouble. Texas All right,
1: <laughs> Boomer. All right, on to Notre Dame at Louisville. Notre Dame's a six-point favorite. Over under 54. T.L., start with you. I think we're on the same side here. Tell me why you like Louisville.
2: L's up, baby. Uh, I think the magic's going to run out after last week for Notre Dame. Obviously, they lost to Ohio State, but it's just been a couple emotional weeks. Now they got to go to Louisville. Uh, Braum, great coach. Purdue fans didn't know what they had there. Uh, I think Louisville is going to get it done. I think they got a chance of winning it, but they'll definitely cover against Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is just going to be out of steam.
0: Uh, I hate to agree with uh, you guys, but I'm going Louisville as well. Uh, Tough spot for Notre Dame. What a four-week brutal stretch they got. Ohio State, then at Duke, they probably thought that was going to be a little bit more of a cakewalk than it was at the very beginning of the year. Then they go at Louisville, then they got a home emotional game versus USC again next week. This is a this is a really, really tough spot where you know they're the better team. Louisville hasn't looked great all year. Uh, they should easily win this game. But you know what? That look-ahead spot of a rivalry game versus USC and the Trojans coming in the, their territory, I'm taking the Louisville Cardinals to cover. Don't think they win. Think they cover.
1: Yeah, don't overthink it. These guys know what they're talking about. And Trent's a big, dumb idiot. He wanted Brahm out. He wanted Ryan Walters. He's an idiot. So I'm going to ride with my guy. Wait, what? Great body. He does have a great body. I thought you were talking about Trent there for a second.
2: Above average body. Big nipples. Shout out, Trent.
3: Great hair, though. Great hair. Yeah. (laughs) I'm taking Louisville. Give me the points. (laughs) Plus six, babe. Plus six. We got this. Also, a little sneak preview. That's going to be on my upset alert. I'm low uh-huh. on that. Uh-huh.
1: All right, next game. We got Bama at Texas A&M over under 46.5. Bama's a two-point favorite.
3: JJ, are we roll-tied in it?
0: We are not. This is the bet your house on it. I like to mention that my bet your house on it has won two straight weeks in a row. Uh, I don't think we factor that into my record as well, because if you think about bet your house versus these other picks, we're really putting a lot of stock in it. Bet your house on it, play of the week, is Texas A&M at home. Texas A&M at home 12th man Sabin is so scared of Jimbo. It's crazy. He's scared of him on the recruiting pitch, and he's scared of him on the football field. And even with a backup quarterback, I would still rather have Texas A&M's backup quarterback than I would that Jalen Miller fo- uh, fellow that can't even freaking throw a ball past 10 yards. That guy sucks. Okay. I will like to say that it is Brad Johnson's uh son, Max Johnson. If you don't know who Brad Johnson is, Young Bloods, uh look up the two thousand and what was it, two Buccaneers. Great team. He led them to a Super Bowl championship. A bunch of the Buccaneers are coming to this game and speaking to the team before the game And Texas in and locker room. I know uh, uh, John Lynch will be there, and Warren Sapp and, uh, and, Brad, and Brad Johnson himself will be also be in the locker room talking to Texas A&M before the game. Bet your house on it, get your money, and go Aggies. Do people still have their RV after
1: your RV
2: bet? The RV's gone, but
0: what was your Bet the House game
2: last week? Oregon State?
3: There's a blowout!
2: <laughs> I'm just saying because you went 2-7 and seven or whatever it was. <laughs> Got lucky that that was one of them that you hit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel even better about this, but I'm on uh, Bama. I mean, Milrow is much better than Max Johnson. Uh, JJ also just lied about those people speaking in the locker room, so don't hold any stock in that. Warren Sapp is definitely not going to be at this game. Don't care even if he is. Bama's going to go in. Texas a and looked good last week. Complete overreaction spot here. There's no reason Bama shouldn't be favored by more than a touchdown. They've got it rolling. Saban's rolling. Saban dominates Jimbo Fisher year in and year out. Easy, easy, easy minus two.
0: What happened last time? What happened the last time they came to Land if he dominates them year in, year out? <laughs> what happened last time? Let's look. Field goal kick for the win. It's one of the conspiracy theories in college football. If you watch that video, look it up. The ball absolutely has a magnet in it. Curves directly in the goalposts. Game-winning field goal by Texas A&M. Jimbo Fisher, they win. Very big conspiracy gambling theory right there if you're into those. Uh, definitely the ball had a magnet if you look at it.
2: I'll side with you there. So, yeah, I guess they lost, but he dominates them every year besides that.
1: AJ's argument's pretty convincing. If I was going to take a side, I'd be taking that A&M. Well, but I'm going to go with the over 46.5. Oh, over. So
2: you believe in over.
1: I, I I liked what they started doing on offense. I'm switching my switching my view on them. Also, great reference on the Brad Johnson. Surprised you didn't mention Mike Allstott in there.
0: Uh yeah, Mike Allstott's a beast. He was a Purdue grad, so nah. But uh we'll we'll take it. He was pretty good. He was he was actually unbelievable. If you ever played the game NFL Street, he was unbelievable in NFL Street. One of the best players, him and Ricky Williams for the Dolphins. Mike Vick
1: was pretty good in that one too. I don't remember him. No comment. Yeah, Derek Brooks Alright, on to Washington State at UCLA UCLA is an underdog, surprisingly No way they should ever be an underdog to Washington State Washington State's a a 3.5 point favorite, over under 59 Tell me why we like Dante Moore cooking this
3: week, boys
2: Uh, We don't? We we well we we kind of do I guess we're on the over um I I like Cam Ward more than I like Dante Moore and I like Washington State's terrible defense against UCLA to give Dante Moore a little bit more uh, room to throw than he had against Utah so I'm on the over I expect it to be a very high scoring game do you think it's going to be close which always leans towards the over as well but I think Cam Ward could throw for four or five touchdowns against UCLA.
0: This is uh, just going to be the M.O. of the Pac-12, which is kind of unfortunate. But I do see a lot of uh, home teams winning this year. I think uh, road teams are going to struggle, just like we saw uh, Utah struggle at Oregon State and Oregon State uh, struggle at Washington State. I think UCLA uh, not only uh, covers, but wins this game. Uh, I do like Washington State. I like their intangibles that they have. Uh, but I just do, I just think that going on the road in the Pac-12 is is not a good recipe for success this year. Not a really good home field advantage. I just think uh, that UCLA is going to be up for this game. I believe UCLA had a bye last week. Washington State also had a bye, I believe. So a little bit of an interesting Pac-12, what Pac-12 is doing. You'll see that uh, next week as well when uh, Oregon goes to Washington. Both teams are on a bye. So really lean coaching wise, I like Chip Kelly just a little bit more. I do think Washington State has a pretty good coach, though.
1: What are the intangibles that you like of Washington State?
0: Uh I, you know, their dynamic offense. The way they are able to get up and down the field quickly, they uh are able to they uh, if you look at the statistics wise, they snap uh the ball on average uh at the uh twenty. One second mark. So that's 19 seconds in between each play. Not a lot of time we get that play in for the defense to get set. uh That's on average. I'm looking at the statistics here. uh That ranks 23rd in offensive pace. So I, th- I just think that was one of the intangibles that makes them a really potent offense.
3: At first, I thought you were just pulling stats out of your ass, to be honest with you.
0: I'm
3: going, oh, no. He was.
2: <laughs> he was
1: I'm I'm getting a key figure right here This game should be a pick'em So it's obviously an Uckla pick
2: Take that scared. to the bank I, I switched over to the Cougs And I kind of tend to side with you guys I'm, I'm going to stick with the over um, But yeah I, I think it is going to be a tough one UCLA's defense is pretty good That's scaring me on the over too But I'm hoping Washington State's defense Kind of crumbles Maurice Jones, Josh Rosen.
3: DTR. Too soon. Oh, okay. All right.
1: On to a a little (laughs) little late addition. We had Texas Tech at Baylor. This was a pick to start the week. Texas Tech is now favored by one point over under 60 and a half. JJ, I'm going to start with you and then we'll go to T I know that yeah, you're I mean, perking it, up when you heard about this game
0: how many times is Texas Tech going to be favored just for no reason I just don't get it uh but because they don't get it I'm going with Texas Tech uh I love Texas Tech in this spot again uh Vegas loves them for whatever reason um there must be some alumni making the books there at in DraftKings but in the desert but uh Yeah, I like Texas Tech here. Texas Tech Raiders all the way. I I think uh, Baylor sucks this year, uh, along with every other Big 12 team besides Oklahoma. Uh, The conference isn't very good, so um, any team from Texas is going to be really bad this week. So it's hard to pick between these two teams, but uh, I'll take the Texas Tech Red Raiders. I'm with J.J. here.
2: Uh, I'm more so a bet against Baylor than it's Bet on Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech has had some bad luck. They could easily be four and one, um, but I, I think they're going to take care of business. They figured something out against Houston last week. Bad team there, um, and they're gonna they're gonna cover and beat Baylor.
1: Pray to the points gods. I'm going with the over. No advanced analytics, as always, just vibes. I see Texas Tech. I always go over. So sticking with it. Speaking of the desert, did you guys see the uh, sphere? Looking pretty cool. Looking pretty cool. Spear sick. The sphere's yeah. Did you see the recent one where they did a Halloween pumpkin on the outside?
3: No. That's festive.
1: Yeah, very festive. <laughs> it's spooky season already, T. What are you talking about?
2: Pumpkin spice 80- lattes out there? It was 89 degrees yesterday. It ain't spooky season yet.
1: What temperature do you got to see for it to be spooky
3: season? Under 60. All right. Mark it. Mark it. I'll let you know when. Saturday? Yep. Spooky season. Fantastic. On the way.
1: Our last game of the week, a highly anticipated one. The fans wanted to see it. JJ wanted to see it. We added it. Purdue at Iowa. Iowa's a two and a half point favorite over under thirty nine. This game's going to be atrocious. Brian Walters, great body, but these teams are god awful. T, tell me what you hate about both teams.
2: Uh, yeah, I hate them both. Yeah, you're you're dead on. Um, but Iowa has a new quarterback. I don't know if that'll be good or bad, but his name's sick. It's Deacon Hill. Some of his uh, his Highlights from elementary school were posted on Twitter today. If you haven't seen those, it looks like what I imagine looked like, or JJ, sorry, uh, looked like he was like six foot five and just running over people, wherever he was from, clearly had no uh, striper rule, so really excited to see what he has, just think. Purdue got a little bit lucky against a bad Illinois team last week, and this will be a tough place to play. They do usually fare well against Iowa, but I think their defense is going to lock up Purdue and then Iowa's going to be able to score some points because of how bad Purdue's defense is.
0: yeah, as bad as Iowa's offense was, they just got a lot worse losing their starting quarterback uh, I see this I see this game as a two to nothing game. Uh, I don't know if any touchdowns will be scored. I could see a safety off of a punt block. I don't know who's going to win this. But if I'm getting two points, I'm going to take the Boilers. I think Walters has figured it out. He has found something in Boiler Country. There's just a buzz in the atmosphere around here. And you can just tell that a freaking train is coming. All right? A train is coming right through uh, Kinnick Stadium where uh, David Bell owns Iowa fans, they own them. David Bell owns Iowa fans. He's not going to be at the game. He's not going to be playing in the game, but we don't care because we get two points and that's all we need versus Iowa's inept offense.
1: Is Mockaby finally going to be seeing the bench or is he going to be playing?
2: Yeah, it looks like he's going to be playing. If there's a bet on him fumbling, I will be taking it.
1: Yep, I'm going with the over. I feel like Iowa's going to get... 21 points from straight defense and special teams. Purdue's going to do just enough to keep it close. And we're going to hit the over. Over 39? Come on.
0: Hate it. This isn't this isn't Army-Navy. That, that that makes me cringe.
1: This isn't an Army-Navy game. Come on
2: now. Oof. Oof, oof, oof. Book it. it they, they scored 26 last week, so... Off of a punt
0: return for a touchdown, that's the only reason why they give the 26.
2: That got over the 25-point total, so maybe this is the week they get back on track for their offensive coordinator.
1: We don't need 28 points out of them. We just need
0: 21. By the the way, in his clause, in his clause, he has, if the starting quarterback gets hurt, it lowers it down to 21 points.
2: That just can't be inaccurate. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That <laughs> can't be accurate.
2: There's no way that is in the contract. I don't know. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Shout out Deacon Hill. Texas sucks. Drew Bruce.
3: Budget? You said Jay Bruce.
1: <laughs> I said Drew Brees. Oh. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to say something back, but
0: nothing happened.
1: Lewis Jackson.
0: Texas sucks.
1: Dorian Bryant. All right, on to Upset Alert. Plus 150 or higher, or top 25 team that you think is going to be beat. I'd like to get this on the record. I had Jacksonville State plus 170 coming into the Upset Alert, but the game's on right now, so won't be taking that one. JJ, what do you like for Upset?
0: Uh, Don't overthink it or overthink it. Uh, go Oklahoma, Boomer's Booner. All the way I don't care what that old guy if he picks the if he picks Bevo's head or he picks Oklahoma's uh, wagon to put on his head this week take the Sooners they're gonna easily win this game um, and then yeah and then it's coast to the playoffs where we will uh, play probably uh, Georgia and uh, they won't be able to score or anything so we'll get to the championship and then who knows? I am on uh, the Tigers, M-I-Z, baby. Uh, We
2: talked about it earlier. I took the over for my pick, but I think they're going to be able to get it done at home against LSU. Like I said, Luther Burton is a machine. There's no reason for LSU to be up and ready to go for this game. It's an 11 o'clock kick in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, Place is going to be rocking, unlike uh, what JJ said earlier this year, but it's going to be sold out, blackout. Not sure why they're doing a blackout at eleven a.m., but I think they're going to cover. Drink's going to just continue to talk crap in the press conference, and they're going to get it done. Plus two hundred five, Cole.
1: What are the uh, Sooners at? Wow,
2: Jacksonville State. a big is week. Currently, Cole.
1: Yeah, for all my insiders who get updates on all my picks, you would know I took Jacksonville State plus one hundred seventy, but. Then it dropped shortly
2: after, after I texted our group chat, and plus, I think it ended 10. up at like pl- plus plus one eighteen, so it doesn't qualify.
1: Well, it was plus one seventy when I was talking about it. So doesn't matter. Game's on right now. I'm not doing that as my pick. My pick for the week is Louisville plus two ten against Notre Dame.
0: Lock it in. Go Cardinals. How's that? I wonder what a parlay of those three would pay out. Because I feel like this is a week that all three of those could easily happen.
1: I'm in. Are you going to look it up?
0: Yeah. Just buy me some time here while I freaking do everything.
2: Well, it'll make uh <laughs> best bet parlay because that has been struggling this year. I take credit last week. Not good. I even took an under for my lock, which made it even more painful. Uh, Penn State decided to run up the score, which was bullshit, but yeah.
3: Yeah, that was pretty brutal. While we buy JJ some time, we'll start with our best bet parlay. T,
1: who's your best bet of the week?
2: Speaking of stinky Big Ten games, I'm taking Rutgers plus 13 against uh, Wisconsin. At Wisconsin, uh, Rutgers has looked pretty dang good and i i'm i'm aboard the greg Chiano hype train um their only loss came at michigan and michigan really had no business covering there. wisconsin while they blew out a bad purdue team they haven't really done much they are coming off a bye which scares me a little bit but i think rutgers is going to be able to take care of business maybe even give them a scare here but definitely cover plus 13 i think their defense is really solid and can at least keep them in this game. And just another year where the East is just so much better than the West because Rutgers is the fifth best team in the East, and they could easily beat Wisconsin, who's the best team in the East West. I mean, JJ, what, any luck?
0: Yeah, so uh, the parlay if you went to do those three upset specials, which which they will all hit, it's twenty seven to one, which is a very nice figure there so 27 to 1 it definitely worth a little bit of a flyer uh for my best bet of the week i'm going with old reliable go blue minus 19 and a half they cover week in and week out just keep destroying teams somehow vegas is not figuring it out hey we got to put the wolverines at minus 30 because they keep blowing teams out they still haven't figured out so let guess what that's more money for us we're taking the Wolverines. Jim Harbaugh is going to leave the Michigan Wolverines after this year when he wins the national championship and he's going to the LA Chargers. You heard it here first, going to LA Chargers after the Wolverines have won the national championship. Him and the A D have a rift. Uh the A D gave him a suspension. There's there's chaos going on in Ann Arbor in amongst their best years since Lloyd Carr and Mike Hart was involved. Chad Henney. Raylan Edwards.
1: Well, I was going to do a name drop, and you just named three of the players I was going to say, so <laughs> won't be doing a name drop. Did see a sick Denard Robinson clip today on Twitter, which was sweet.
2: My I, best I bet. hate to chime in here, but I had a great Facebook memory of like 12 years ago. It was when IU. Lost at home in heartbreaking fashion to Michigan and Denard Robinson. And it, my Facebook post was just Denard Robinson, I respect you. <laughs> I think <laughs> he had like eight touchdowns. Who <laughs> was the coach well, IU then? It was.
3: Uh, I.
2: It was. Lynch. Yeah, it was Lynch. He went on to take over DePaul <laughs>
0: <After>. <laughs> We never knew how good we had it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Alan will be taking over uh Greenwood football or something like that.
1: Shout about the little giants. Wall bash. My best bet of the week, Louisiana Tech plus six. This game should be a pick'em against Western Kentucky. I would even add it to my upsell alert, but T gets mad when I add too many picks to that. So if you're feeling risky, do it. I think it's at plus two ten right now. But definitely take plus six on our parlay. Easy cash. Nice. You like that one? Yeah. I to be honest, I just I look just looked up an action network article because I didn't have a pick, but
2: no free ads.
1: Yeah, no free ads. They're our competitor.
0: I think Rutgers loses it for us this week. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, Rutgers is a basketball school, not known for their football. But they do have they do have Pacheco to fall back on. Pacheco and Ray Rice. Ooh, whoops. Uh, <laughs> thank goodness he got hit, freaking cut from the Ravens. What a jerk. Okay, saved it. Pacheco
3: runs like a dummy out there. He's pretty good, though. Yeah. He is good.
1: I take looks it. like he's doing high knees. Shiano. Yep. All right. On to everybody's favorite segment of the week, Mr. JJ's parlay. What do you got for us? We got a Thursday night slate in this one?
0: No Thursday night slate in this one. Uh, two bad teams again. Last week, I actually was on the Lions, but I didn't add it in there. That would have been nice to juice up the line. But don't worry. We got a plus 278 banger. Plus 278 banger parlay here. Uh, We're going with. Uh, at three thirty, we'll get started off with the North Carolina Tar Heels. North Carolina Tar Heels have been ro- uh, rolling. I like them to cover the spread, but I'm not, not taking the spread. We're just going straight money line. We're also going the Georgia Bulldogs money line. That's going to be free. Add in Ole Miss at home versus Arkansas. Uh, Sam Pittman may not get out of the stadium after this game. Uh, they are ready to freaking fire. Him and then we are going the one that's going to juice it up. The put your house on it, put everything you freaking own on this game because it is going to deliver. Add the twelfth man, the twelfth man, Aggie Land, Texas A and M to get it to plus two seventy eight. Fifteen percent, fifteen percent of the bets are on the Aggies. Well, after I'm done, it's going to get shifted all the way up to 50% on the Aggies. That's how much we're betting here. Take the Aggies. Fade the public. Let's go. I'm, I'm fired up.
2: <sighs> Milro.
0: Texas sucks. Go all Sooners. Is- go Sooners. Make that freaking drunk wish he had some alcohol. Go Sooners.
2: No Buffs reference so far.
0: Thank goodness they're on a bye week. Oh, wait, they're not. But we think they're on a bye week because they freaking suck. No one cares about them. They're irrelevant anymore. We didn't even have them on the card. Irrelevant.
2: That's true.
1: Almost definitely. Arizona State sucks.
2: They're terrible. Is
1: that
0: a money line on a Everything's money line. All right. You heard it here
1: first, folks. That's the largest parlay of JJ's season. They normally come in right around plus one ten, so
2: you're getting yeah, some nice
0: money this week.
2: How many units? just one? Huh? Just one unit on this? Just week? one
0: unit because we'll get three back basically. So why not why why stress it?
2: Yeah, fair enough.
3: Sound reasoning for for my
1: betting, so I'll be taking it this week. I like that.
3: I'm on A M. And those stupid naval outfits that they wear or whatever they wear. I want to support the troops. They're not even real troops. Uh, I think you're
2: mistaken there. A the and M people? I think they have a large R O T C program here.
0: It's it's an ag it's an ag school. Agriculture. Yeah, they're fighting for farmers of
1: America. Shout out Chris Weibeck. Well, well, he looks us up and we get to listen to his clicking. JJ, why don't you hit us with uh, what you previewed earlier, the golf.
0: Yeah, so I have been doing just relentless amount of research for you guys just to give you uh, some extracurricular money to use. Uh, so our three here's our three best bets. These are the three people that you have to have on your card. One of them will at least be in it on Sunday. And we always say with golf, if one of them is in on the Sunday, you always will have great opportunities to hedge out. Uh, We don't think we're going to have to hedge out because we think we may go wire to wire here. Favorite bet is Eric Cole. He has been hot as of late. I think he gets his first win ever at this tournament. It's a really, really weak field. We think he could do some damage. Uh, next guy we are going, I don't even know how to pronounce his first name, but we're still riding him. Emiliano Grillo. I think I said that with a little bit of a uh, gusto and that's what we're going to put on him. We're going to put a little gusto on him as well. And then our last person, don't really feel confident in this one as much. Uh, I've read a lot of articles, done a lot of research, say his game fits this course really well. We're going Jaegerbaum. Steven Yeagerbaum. Those are the three best bets. For the uh, long shot, 250 uh, long shot, I'm going to sprinkle some for him to win it. I'm also going to sprinkle some for him to cover top five, which is 35 to one, and top 10, 14 to one. We got Henrik Norlander. Henrik Norlander. Yeah, got a lot of puzzling faces. Who the hell is that? Guess what? at this course he has finished 24th last year the year before he finished 4th the year before that he also finished 4th are you telling me we could get a, a 14 to 1 for him to finish in the top 10 and 35 to 1 to finish in the top 5 he's done it two out of the last 3 years we're taking henrik norlander to win at 250 to 1 top 10 and top 5 if you put if you do all those you will win some money this week not as much as me, but uh, you'll get there someday.
1: What were the odds on Cole Gr- Grillo Gr- Grilo and Jagerbomb?
0: Got to shop them now. You got to shop him. Uh, this is great info here. Hard Rock uh, Casino Bet. Terrible place to stay. Great place to bet. I got Eric Cole at 20 to 1. That's the best number you can find around. Right now, he's running about 16 to 18 to 1 anywhere else. Great value. Jaeger. Similar lines. I've shopped it around. I also got 20 to 1 for him. Uh, Emiliano Grillo, that sounds like a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, that is a 25 to 1 bomb. Also, one other one, if I may, uh, I think a guy that's getting really, really disrespected is the last year's win- winner, Mackenzie Hughes. He is now 80 to 1. Uh, he is also worth a flyer on.
2: Henrik Norlander is one of the ugliest guys I've ever seen, by the way.
0: Yeah, it kind of looks like Steve Sarkeesian.
3: Oof. Before he
0: had alcohol.
3: (laughs) Maybe after. (laughs) Bad picture.
0: Europe was another win that doesn't get mentioned on this show because you guys just want to bash me in my football picks. I can't buy the points, but, uh, you know, whatever. Buy the points on Oklahoma. You won't need them. Buy the points on Oklahoma. Get it to seven and a half. By the way, same thing with Louisville. Do the same thing with Louisville. And uh, those are the only ones I would probably buy the points on. Fans do love
1: your buy the points.
2: Yeah. Texas A&M military school, by the way. It's what? A military school.
0: What does that mean? That means they're going to kick Alabama's ass this weekend. That's what it means. Freaking soldier. Yes, sir.
2: Texas A&M is one of six national senior military colleges offering participation in military reserve officers training corps. ROTC. It has a history of producing commissioned officers for the U.S. military since 1870. Sounds like a bunch of Coast Guards. Jimbo. The cadets are commissioned into the five main branches of service. Navy, Army, Marines, Air Force, and Coast Guard.
1: Yeah, I'd have to see it. I think you're reading off a fake article. Fake troops. Uh, But they are going to win. Twelfth man. Let's go.
0: Screw the cows. Texas sucks. Screw the cows.
2: Anything else?
3: No, I'm just looking up a picture of these dummies. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers.
1: Too early? <laughs> hey, what are you, what are you drinking, you b-? A little
0: Better oh. Boots. little co- Better Boots. Sponsor me. I love your guavas. I'm drinking Citrus Sunrise. Guavas will a little bit better. Uh, classy guy. This is the only orange you'll ever see around me this week. Texas sucks. <laughs> what are you going to be drinking this weekend? Uh, a little bit of... Uh, Corn Crusher?
2: (laughs) Mixing it up. I like it.
0: (laughs) There was no Corn Crusher
3: last weekend. Yeah, there was. Was there? Yeah, I got mixed in there. Oh, I I missed (laughs) it. Shout out, Hayden. Thanks for letting us use your place.
1: Yep. Shout out, Claire. Great pizza from... Futuro. Futuro. Shout out, Futuro.
0: Not to get confused with the Money Heist character or Turo. Scumbag.
1: Also, mm. shout out Soph. That episode of Survivor was wild.
2: Yeah, missing it right now. I got to see the first 30 minutes off to a thunderous start. Is that a dumb bitch still doing dumb bitch things? She's trying to go on the defensive now. She's trying to switch up her game. I don't like it. Mm, I don't like her. Well, to wait.
0: Yeah, Middle, agreed Middle Tennessee state up 17-7, nice pick How'd that happen?
1: <laughs> That's not an official pick though, it doesn't matter
0: I wish my official picks would freaking count towards something My freaking 18-1 to 1 golf pick can't even freaking make the card or my best bet of the week I want a 10-unit play on Texas A&M That's in there <laughs> Alright, I'll
1: update the
3: the sheet already Not units. <laughs> it's
2: wrong. It's wrong with this. 22. JJ fifteen twenty two and two. We'll be sure to mention your golf picks from
0: now on. Yeah, hey, I'm 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 like I'm sca- I have this scary like prophecy type feeling on Eric Cole. Like it's scary. Like I I wanna put maybe a couple thousand on him to win like just a new house. And then put that all on Texas a to get a freaking bigger house. You're
1: going to be in a mansion soon enough.
0: You keep all my golf picks and my football picks, you will be.
1: All righty. Well, that'll wrap it up for our week six podcast. Good showing out of the boys today. Take the golf picks. You'll get it yourself your RV back probably if you bet enough. You lost it in the last couple of weeks. And uh, I, yeah, you I, I just want to let you
0: know, hold on, that, you're, you're throwing slander, and that's not appreciated because the RV pick was Florida State two weeks ago, and we didn't have an RV pick last week. RV pick was Florida State two weeks ago beating Clemson. They won, and the House pick, I don't even remember what the House pick was the two weeks ago, but that hit as well. Okay, and uh, oh, that push, that was freaking Notre Dame plus three, that push. And then this last week is Oregon State. So you have a house and you have a freaking nice SRV and you do the same thing again this week. You'll have another house. You can have one in Cabo or something for all that, for all I care. And it probably needs to be brought up.
1: He did hit 18 to one on golf. I don't know if anybody heard about
0: it. Uh, Can I say one last thing? Before we sign sign off, go for it, uh, Steve Sarkeesian, If you're if you're listening, call one eight hundred six six two four three five seven. Alcoholic Anonymous, Texas sucks. Boomer Sooner.
3: Cheers. Cheers.